My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. The week we've had in Austin, Texas has been a long one. What began as a lot of chatter last week regarding the weather came to a head when all Texan nightmares actually came true. That terrible weather actually came, and Texas was nowhere near able to handle things from a power standpoint. As someone who grew up in northern Michigan where cold winters were a badge of honor, I underestimated how truly terrible winter weather could affect somewhere not prepared for it. The weekend prior, my wife and I did some grocery shopping, enough to just last us a few days. We really didn't think much of it. In my head, the worst case scenario would be working from home for a few days, and I really didn't think it would be much past that. It wasn't until I woke up at 3 a.m. on Monday morning and noticed something. Our apartment was pretty quiet. Our ceiling fan had stopped running and the buzz of our heating was missing, but again, I thought it would only last a couple of hours, if that, and we'd have full power by the time I woke up. Unfortunately for us and for countless others around the state, this was certainly not the case, not even close. If you've been following the news closely, you know the expansive number of people all over the state who have gone the last week without power, heat, or water, and in a lot of the cases, all the above. With temperatures in the single digits and wind chills going below zero, the situation became much more dire than I could have anticipated. And while I don't specifically need any help, there are so many others that do. We were lucky. After 36 hours in our apartment without power or heat, we sought refuge at the new place we're moving into in a few weeks that did have water and power, fortunately for us. Yes, the first 36 hours felt miserable at the time, but now seeing how this entire situation has panned out, our 36 hours of being chilly are really nothing in hindsight. There have been many times over the last week that have felt pretty hopeless. Without internet or cell service, contacting people became nearly impossible at times. The road covered in ice and snow and a city infrastructure without the means of fixing that problem, many of us felt extremely limited in how we'd get food and water. And with a state system that has completely failed its people, there were times for many people where hope was hard to come by. You're hearing this episode airing on Sunday, six full days after this really began. By now, most people have their power restored. I don't know at the time of recording this, but I'm going to assume everyone is still being ordered to boil their water before consuming it in Austin, that is, if they even have water in the first place. I thought I knew what a winter storm could do to a city that wasn't prepared for it, but I was completely wrong. There are still countless people who need your help. In the description of this week's episode, I've included numerous resources where you can help those who have had it far worse than me. Energy officials have failed the public, but we don't need to fail each other. If you have the means, I urge you to explore the options in the description of this episode. And if you don't, please just share some of these resources and effort to help. And if you have any friends or family affected by this, make sure to reach out and ensure they've gotten the help that they need. But out of the sake of hopefully bringing some normalcy to an otherwise miserable week, I thought I'd go forward with two segments written prior to any of this even happening. To everyone who's reached out, I can't thank you enough. And to everyone who's been affected, your strength through this has been admirable and inspiring. This week's episode is presented by Grove. Healthy, plant-based, non-toxic cleaning products work. And the good ones are actually more enjoyable to use. But where do you start and who do you trust? Well, that's where Grove Collaborative comes in. Grove is an online marketplace that delivers healthy home, beauty, and personal care products directly to you. Grove Collaborative takes the guesswork out of going green. All you have to do is browse their site for thousands of home, beauty, and personal care products, all guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, and the planet. With Grove, I didn't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods I needed to switch from my old cleaning supplies to my new natural cleaning supplies. And now, I've completely reduced my trips to the store because I can get it all in one place without any of the hassle. Grove has simplified my Sunday routine, and they can simplify yours too. 
Join the over 2 million households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Plus, shipping is fast and free on your first order. Making the switch to natural products has never been easier. For a limited time, my listeners can go to grove.co slash scaries where you can get a free gift with your first order of $30 or more. But you have to use our special code. Go to grove.co slash scaries to get your exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash scaries. I quit my first job when I was 14. I was working as a dishwasher at a local whitefish and chips restaurant. My duties included bussing tables, getting berated by low-level chefs, and scraping the remains of whitefish chowder out of giant pots. And without consulting my parents who made me get the job in the first place, I walked into work that day and put in my two weeks notice when I was finally done with it. Fortunately for me, as I'd only worked the job for about 10 days at that point, they simply told me to leave on the spot. I was free. Quitting anything, no matter how much you hate it, never really feels that good. In looking back on things in life that I have quit, I still don't really feel great about those things. I quit the seventh grade basketball team because I wanted to join the ski team with all my friends. I then quit the ski team in ninth grade because I knew I'd never make varsity. And after quitting the golf team in 10th grade to join the soccer team, even the adolescent version of me knew that things were kind of getting out of hand in terms of my stick Just the idea of quitting feels somewhat icky to me in a lot of situations. In my mind, there are two reasons to quit something. The first is that you're not good enough to do something you'd like to do, so you just quit. The other is that you're too good for something you're currently doing, and so you want to move on. And in most people's minds, I think they can normally justify the latter just to make themselves feel better. Admittedly, I've never been fired from any jobs in my life. I'd like to chalk this up to having a good work ethic and making myself indispensable, but honestly, I think this is just a result of other factors that are both in and out of my control. Unfortunately for me, this means I've always had to confront something that I should be good at up to this point, which is quitting. It's a bridge that I hate crossing and one that I still haven't completely mastered. Sometimes I like looking at old New York Times advice articles to see what advice is offered before the internet was the internet of today, with all these clickbaity titles and things like that. I just feel like sometimes the old advice is a little more valid because they're not trying to search for those clicks. And while I know an article from 2013 isn't exactly ancient at this point, the mindset around people my age quitting has surely changed over the last eight years. The advice from this column, which was called When to Quit Your Job, was fairly straightforward. He said, the first sign is repeated false starts. If you frequently promise to yourself that you'll quit, there's usually an underlying reason or reasons for doing so. The second sign is continued stagnant performance despite your best effort. If you've tried to improve your showing and haven't delivered results, your skills and abilities probably don't mesh with your role. And he said in the third, the third sign is a lack of boss envy. If you don't want your superior's job, you might have a problem, he explains. Unfortunately for me, none of these have actually directly applied to my life. We've all promised we'll quit a job that we hate. Most people don't quit because of stagnant performance, probably because they're more likely just to get fired for that. I've always wanted my superior's job in some capacity, mostly because I wouldn't work for a company that I wouldn't want to climb the ranks from. Unfortunately, I've only quit for a couple reasons. The first was after some advice I've always carried with me, never quit something without the guarantee of something new replacing it. This was instilled in me by my mother at an early age and something I take into consideration whenever making a big decision. When I decided to move from Michigan to Texas, there's no possible way that I would have ever done such a thing without a job lined up already. And when I actually quit my job in Michigan that I worked for for seven years, I teared up numerous times when I individually told my coworkers that I was moving on. 
I offered to help out even after my last day because there was unfinished business, a decision that I would not recommend doing for yourself at any job. I even worked for 30 days after I notified everyone that I was leaving just because I didn't want to leave people high and dry. When I look back at how I handled the situation, I'm glad that I was kind to the coworkers and the people that I worked with that I truly did love. But I also found myself in a position where I was too dedicated to my past rather than looking to my future. The other reason I've quit was, unsurprisingly, just because I knew it was my time to move on. It wasn't something I'd been weighing for a long time. It wasn't something I'd planned out for weeks or months on end. It was just a harsh realization that if I stay somewhere, I'll be completely unhappy both professionally and personally. It was through a long thread of emails over Christmas where one of my superiors actually came to the realization himself that I was going to move on come January. Being out of the office with no intentions of returning after Christmas, he was right. And we settled things in a way I never thought I would, through emails. It was impersonal, cold, and overall pretty terrible feeling. I'd never given my life to a company only to end things over email. I still cringe even just thinking about it to this day. But even in those scenarios that make me feel uncomfortable, I don't really regret the end result. There's no more decisive feeling in the world than finally determining, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Whether it's a job, a long relationship, or a long time habit, you know that the physical act of quitting will be easier than continuing in something potentially toxic for you. For me, having that realization was part of the problem for me. I've sometimes been so afraid of quitting things in my life that I've caught myself simply floating along instead of actually being decisive about my future. I didn't avoid quitting as much as I justified reasons that I should stay somewhere. Often we know that the simple act of leaving will make things harder on a person or party that we're parting ways with. That guilt that we carry with us, it creeps into our psyche and causes us to make decisions we otherwise wouldn't have made. But if you can't be decisive about your own happiness, then what can you be decisive about? This week's episode is also presented by Roman. A healthy life includes healthy sex life, but if you struggle with erectile dysfunction, you may not feel your best self. If you want help with ED, Roman connects you with real U.S. licensed healthcare professionals who can prescribe you the medicine you need. With Roman, you can get free online evaluations and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will help you ship real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most of all, discreet. Getting started is very, very simple. Just go to GetRoman.com scaries and can complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com scaries to get up to $15 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com scaries for up to $15 off your first month of ED treatment. GetRoman.com scaries. You went out hard, and not hard in the sense that you stayed up until 2 a.m. dancing to Chainsmokers remixes at your friend's apartment before passing out because you were tired. I mean hard in the sense that someone handed you a double shot of Patron only for you to hold in your hands over your mouth and route to the bathroom because you're about to throw up. Sunday comes and sure, you're hungover, but it's a hangover just like any other hangover you have. You wake up, text your friends that you think you're dying, and then you just hit brunch and lethargically walk around all day while dreading going back to work on Monday. You settle in for some dinner before knocking out whatever's on Netflix, and you fall asleep and you have fever dreams about the emails you've ignored since Thursday afternoon. But it's okay, because come Monday, everything will be alright and that hangover will be a distant memory of weekends past. That is, until Monday comes and you're now somehow, someway, still as hungover as you were the day before. 
you wake up with the realization that you barely hit your stride in the REM cycle because you were in and out of sleep while trying to figure it out if your body was either burning up or freezing cold. Walking to the bathroom to get ready for work, you rinse the weekend sludge off your body before putting on your work clothes that make you wonder, did these shrink? But the answer is no, unfortunately, they did not shrink. Your body is just that bloated right now. You're staring it dead in the eyes and it's a two day hangover. Knowing the day is going to be as rough as ever, you only have a few things on your agenda for the day. Fight through work, don't have another drink that night, and most of all, go to the grocery store. But hungover Monday grocery store trips aren't like any other trip to the grocery store. There's something tangibly more responsible about them. Of course, the store gets a bit more packed on Monday evening, but you know it's a necessary evil. This, my friends, is the hungover Monday grocery store list. Our first item is something you'll buy routinely, only to throw out routinely, lettuce. It could be hydroponic butter lettuce or an organic spring mix that comes in one of those bulky plastic containers. In your mind, all the carbs from the weekend will melt away with every bite of fresh greens that you shovel into your mouth over the week. Accoutrements? Don't mind if I do. Mandarin oranges, sliced almonds, blue cheese, hearts of palm. The list really goes on. Knowing that the dressing is where the calories come in, you scour the section for the healthiest choice before just abandoning ship for something that sounds too good to pass up. Unfortunately, you know it and I know it, that lettuce is going to sit unused in your refrigerator until next week's hungover trip to the store again. Wondering if it's still good six days later, you look at the bottom and you see slime building up in that bottom corner. Health be damned, you toss it knowing the cycle will only continue next time you go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Knowing you're going to need some protein in your life, you know there's only one real option here, chicken breasts. Fighting every dude wearing a cutoff sweatshirt and Converse's, you get your hands on, a, on eight perfect looking chicken breasts. Blackened chicken for salads? Yes, please. Shredded chicken for soups and lettuce wrap tacos? Oh yeah, baby. Toss them on the grill for a Thursday chicken sandwich? Don't mind if I do. Of course, it's pretty slimy at the bottom and you'll confront that when you get home, but unfortunately you don't and you have to clean that juice out of your refrigerator a week later. However, not all hope is lost and you have the bright idea for your other healthy meal of the week, smoothies. We all love a good $12 smoothie after a mediocre Saturday workout, but after how much you spent this weekend, it's time to hit the frozen food aisle. You know you've got some old bananas from last week's grocery store run back home, so you make a mental note to freeze those. Spoiler alert, you forgot to freeze them. Frozen berries are at the front of your mind despite the sheer amount of sugar in them, but you toss a bag in the cart and call it good. Those are all about to sit in your freezer for the next six months, but that's okay because they're frozen anyway. It's not until you get to the bulk food section that you really go off. Chia seeds that may be $16.95 per pound, but it's all in the name of health. Fresh ground almond butter may be expensive, but you know you can also make peanut butter and jellies with it, so you just do it anyway. Unfortunately, one smoothie will be made before you get too lazy to do it again later in the week. But with a cart full of produce, both fresh and frozen, you know you have to make your way to the drink section where you really get the good stuff. First and foremost, we have the non-dairy milks that you convince yourself are healthier than normal milk. And for a lot of reasons, they might be. Almond milk, oat milk, coconut milk, rice milk, soy milk, the list really goes on. Checking each one for their sugar content, you get the one with the least amount of sugar in it because you want to be healthy. You don't want to be too healthy though, but you put it in your card and you see the expiration date. Oh, it's two months from now? Perfect. Unfortunately, three months from now, you'll reach into your fridge and you'll see that it's expired when you just need a little milk in your coffee. But with your oat milk secured, you look over and you see your crown jewel of health, kombucha. That hippie in-shape girl at your office who drinks kombucha non-stop, you see her and you think, oh, it must be good for me. So of course, it has nothing to do with her limiting her alcohol or working out more than you, and you just toss them in the cart anyway. 
Dreaming of being the picture of health that she is, you peruse the different offerings. GT's is a staple, but you entertain the other brands in case something else tickles your fancy. Newsflash, you're just going to end up buying GT's Synergy Trilogy and the ginger flavor, so just put down the Health Aid or whatever other brands are out there. You're always going to get the exact same ones no matter what you want to do. Part of your hopes are that there's a little booze in it because some of them have a little bit of alcohol, but you've sworn off alcohol for the week. But even if there was some, it's kind of a drop in the well when it comes to your normal weeknight wine intake anyway, so it doesn't really matter. As you head to check out with your head held high, you can't wait to get home and eat something healthy for the first time since Thursday. That is, until you see the grand total for everything healthy you bought and remember how damn expensive it is to actually be healthy. $66 for three days worth of meals? Please. You and I both know you're just going to end up getting sweet green instead, so you might as well not go in the first place. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at SundayScaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries. Or you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at WillDeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.